Welcome to Uncorked, another podcast brought to you by Team Corker. I am so stoked to introduce this guest to you this week. Toby is a merchant with Shopify and a hustler on the side, providing workshops and services to folks that need help in finding work. And I thought, gosh, I want what you got because you are really doing it. And I stalked him and I found him on the internet and we connected. And I'm really excited about this conversation because he believes that if he can make a difference with just five people, then that is his life's mission. And I think in a world where we are trying so hard to reach the masses, perhaps five people is all that really matters. So without stealing the show, please enjoy the conversation with Toby. Toby, hi! Welcome hey. to Uncorked. I'm really pumped to have the opportunity of recording with a total stranger who I have properly stalked online. So thank you for <laughs> being a recipient of my stalking and saying yes. <laughs> no problem. Glad to be here. I would love to start off with letting people know where we are talking to you from. I am just north of Vancouver in, in the mountains of Whistler, and you are on the other side of this country. Yes, I am in Ottawa, Ontario, where oh, it's locked down. Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> so we are speaking in you know the midst of this pandemic. We are speaking thankfully not in the winter because I don't like Ottawa in the winter. It's too cold for me. But the reason I ask where you are currently is because as per my stocking on the gram, you were recently on the West Coast before lockdowns occurred. And I can't help but ask, what did you think of the West Side? <laughs> I always heard like West Coast, West Coast, and now I understand why. Uh, it was so warm and so many views and it was just beautiful honestly. So oh. I was really glad that I went there and yeah, I'm hoping that I get to go back. I tried to convince my wife that we should move there. That's a no-go. No-go. <laughs> it is great to be able to see that side of the world, you know? Yeah. Now you were both in Vancouver and Vancouver Island. Is that right? Correct. So I just went to check out, oh, it was my friend's birthday and i wanted to spend it with him because i didn't see him you know on his birthday for years mm. so we just took you know me and four friends went up there rented an airbnb and just drove around saw the mountains tried to hike didn't work and then you know just went and saw whatever we could see it was honestly a really good time Oh, I was going to say, what's the highlight? But I think you just nailed it. I mean, trying <laughs> to hike, not being able to hike, seeing mountains, taking in what you can. It yeah. sounds like that That feels like a perfect summary of the West Coast. Oh, yeah. It was definitely the highlight just being in a place that was that beautiful. Oh, well, that's a great reminder for us on the West Coast to not take this beauty for granted, especially while our friends on the east side of this country are in lockdown. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of lockdown, I have a friend who's in Toronto on lockdown, and she has been filling her calendars with as many things that she can sort of saturate her brain and her heart with. 
be at groups or webinars and just satiating her desire to learn. And when I said, what are the top three sessions that you've attended that have really made a dent on your heart? She said, unequivocally, the time with you was the best. And that is what began this search because she was in the market for a new job. And she said that one of the most helpful conversations was a session led by you. So I wanted to start right there and say, first of all, kudos and thank you for creating waves in this world, giving people that are hunting for work hope. And can you share more about what you've been up to, what you're creating online and what you're creating beyond just these online sessions? With our company, Three Skills, we have a pretty simple mission of creating the world's most employable candidates because I think best candidates are always getting hired. Uh, and it just started out of a place of noticing a gap for immigrants, international students, especially being a former international student myself. And I just wanted to... Wait, Toby, where's international for you? I'm from Nigeria originally. You're from Nigeria, and when did you come to Canada? I went to Canada in 2010. And as a student or not? As, as an international student, yeah. As, okay, so you were an international student, and then upon finishing school in Canada, you were looking for work in Canada. Correct. Got it. And you yeah. noticed that there was a challenge. Well, not for me, actually. It was for my sister. So I, I was fortunate ah. enough. I got a job right out of school in tech sales, which I was um, really happy with. But um, my sister is much, much smarter than me. She's younger. You know, she taught herself Korean in six months, finished with like the highest GPA at Carleton that year. Wow. Um, and she had a really hard time getting jobs. For four months, she was struggling to get calls back. And so after just seeing and hearing her kind of break down and how discouraging it was, I stepped in, introduced her to a company that I was working with and got them to hire her. I literally pitched the guy in like 20 seconds. And uh, so she got the job. She helped them grow. They did pretty well. And then I helped her get you know, another job, just kind of moving up in the world. And that was, that was just the first time I realized that there was a gap. So I think that year I just started helping you know, friends, my sister, brother, whoever I could find. Like, hey, I, I know someone. Or, hey, your resume needs a bit of work. Or, you know, and I would just help people out. And then in 2019, I realized like what I was so passionate about, people were like paying for and I could do at scale. Mm. So, you know, I did a little bit of research. I was having lunch with someone and she had paid the company like $2,500 just for like help with her resume and like you know, LinkedIn and stuff like that. And I was like, I can probably solve this problem for way less. So mm. I called my best friend and asked a couple of people in my office within a week, I had like a co-founder within a month, we had like a free workshop going and 30 people came. And then, you know, I said, Hey, we're building a course. It's going to be 250 bucks. We're going to teach you salary negotiation, networking, you know, how to build a resume, cover letter, all that stuff. Um, and you guys can be the first people part of it. And 20 of the 30 people paid and signed up. And then six days later, I went to get married went on my honeymoon. <laughs> and then came back and we built the program and we just said, Hey, if we help five people get jobs every year, that's a lot of people. Like a job can be life-changing. And so far, I think we've helped over 160 people get jobs and we have a community of over 10,000 people. Amazing. 
I mean, I think we're in the same business and I <laughs> think that jobs can change your life. And I think the right job can make a really big dent on your heart that changes, you know, who you are in the world and what you see is possible. So I am speaking your language or I am hearing your language with deep conviction. I have to ask though, three skills is the name of your company and yeah. where does that come from or what does it imply? I, I originally pitched the name dream starter and uh, I got laughed out of my own room. So I started, we were trying to figure out what to teach. We knew there was a gap, but we didn't know what to teach. And so mm -hmm. I Googled, you know, what are the top five skills employers look for? And this was 2019 and it was creativity, adaptability, persuasion, collaboration, and time management. I felt like most people learn time management and collaboration from working school projects and just generally being in like higher education, but I'd never taken a class on like persuasion and all these employers were looking for, you know, what is creativity adaptive? What does that even mean? So I went, you know, we should probably teach those three skills and name was born. <laughs> ah, right on. It's so funny listening to, I mean, I don't doubt that stat and I don't doubt the content and yet I can't help but think how often are people interviewing, asking questions related to that? Like, it's so interesting that on one side, employers are like, we're looking for these things. And on the other side, it's like, well, when was the last time an employer in an interview asked you about your persuasion ability, yeah. you know? Exactly. It was like, how are they looking for this? And yeah. like, I immediately saw the gap. I was like, so employers have one set of criteria and then- yeah. The students are graduating going, look, I can do all these things. Yeah. And it just isn't clicking. So yeah. I think that's why I worked like, you know, during the pandemic, I think we helped over a hundred people get jobs. And Amazing. it was just cool to know that like like we don't have any courses or any modules called creativity, adaptability, or persuasion. We've just woven it through all of our content. Right. Like how to be creative when you're interviewing, how to be creative in your follow-up, how to be creative on LinkedIn, how to be persuasive when you're negotiating right so that's been really helpful for a lot of people and now we're just trying to like I want to be training two three thousand people every single year and helping them navigate getting into the workforce and, and building these amazing careers because a career impacts everything it yeah. impacts your confidence your mental health where you live what you do in your free time, whether or not you can vacation. Yeah. <laughs> right? So it's really just trying to solve a lot of problems through essentially the most pertinent problem. Wow. I commend you. This is amazing. And I hear this from such a lens of hope. You know, I think that when you have a job, whether you love it or you hate it, it's a really different place to be. And then when you don't have a job and you're looking and it can feel like, where's the light at the end of the tunnel or is there right. hope for me? And so hearing these things and tangible skills and workshops to know there is hope and there are ways for you to express yourself through the means of which employers, you know, want these skills expressed, if you will. Right. So exactly. That's incredible. I want to honor that this is also, I mean, I dare say a side hustle as much as I say an and hustle. Um, <laughs> you also have a day job, so to speak. And so I share that with the perspective of, you know, people can be creating new things. People can be creating new businesses. If that's not the most creative way to spend your time, I don't know what is. And so I just want to honor that 
you are a full man and that is incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Clubhouse. What is your relationship with Clubhouse, Toby? It's non-existent. Oh, I thought you did a recruiting workshop on Clubhouse. No, it was actually a webinar and it was just a, a workshop where I got people to share their screen with me. I review their resume or like, you know, ah. get pulled on the stage and I interviewed them live in front of like a hundred people. Oh my gosh. Uh, so it was, it was one of those. I wanted to get involved on Clubhouse. I just found it. I, I don't know why I don't like Clubhouse. I just thought it was not interesting. <laughs> so, you know, just decided like, we'll just stick with our virtual events through, you know, webinars and things like that. Like we have one tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I don't know when this is coming out, but on May 6th, we have a, a webinar and, you know, I essentially announced like we're going to be talking about how to build your dream career in Canada. I think we have like 700 and something signups. So we're just, we have to get like a whole new platform and move everyone over. But that's how hungry people are to figure out their careers, right? Yeah. So it's been really cool just to see that reaction. And, and now we just want to help them really get to where they want to be. Gosh, that is incredible. So this will come out after that session, but we will make sure to link to three skills because I have actually signed up for this session um, (laughs) myself and I'm one of 700. I love that. But we'll make sure to link so that future events, people that are listening to this podcast can be aware of. And I really appreciate you sharing your thoughts on Clubhouse. And the reason I brought Clubhouse up was because as a recruiter, I sat here and said, what is the future of recruiting? And is it going to be platforms like Clubhouse or something else? I don't want to say, are we missing the mark as much as, you know, how are things transitioning ahead in ways that for those of us that have been in the recruiting space for a long time, you know, are we getting left behind? And yet I look to you and think, you know, you're bringing groups of 700 plus people together to talk about the future of their careers. Where do you see this going? And I guess it's more like if you look into your ball of how are people looking for work? What matters to people that are looking for work right now? What does that look like for you? I think the pandemic recentered a lot of people Hmm. to go, am I actually doing what I love eight hours a day? And I think that's where this hunger really started is being locked in your house and having to face the fact that you don't like your boss or you don't like your pay or you don't like what you do day to day or you just expected more of yourself and of your life uh, is causing people to go I have to find a way to build what I want and I have to be happy not successful because they're not the same thing right and, and in being happy you become successful right and you get to define what success means for you so I find where people are right now is they're trying to get to a place where they wake up excited going to work. They wake Mm. up with a sense of purpose in the morning and they go to bed with a sense of fulfillment at night Mm. going, I woke up and I know what I need to do. I feel motivated to do it. Mm. And I'm going to bed knowing that I've contributed something to the world. Mm. Right. And so what we're trying to do is essentially fast track that and, and level set with the people and go, listen, you don't have to settle for just the job, right? Especially if it takes a toll on your mental health, your family, your relationships. We can actually build careers that we're proud of and that give us the time flexibility that we want. I'm trying to drive this point home this year, which is it's just money. 
Mm. Like we've we've put so much emphasis on 60 versus 70k, right? 70k versus a six-figure salary, mm. right? People are realizing like you can get more money, but you can't get more time. Mm. Right? Like are you going to spend your time to, like I'm not saying don't make money. I'm not saying don't make as much as you want. But, you know, what is it really costing you? You know, 75k with, you know, anxiety every night. It's not the same as 60k with joy and happiness every day yeah <laughs> right? and absolutely. so really doing that like emotional math and going you know what should i be doing what is my end goal what is my superpower and what would give me the most fulfillment on a day-to-day basis well that's a mic drop my friend because <laughs> i have not heard the term emotional math and i think that is a very beautiful way of putting how we view our wealth, because I think health is our greatest wealth. And that involves our physical health, our mental health. And how are we calculating that into the equation of life? And so, yes, emotional math. Absolutely. I hate this. Our time goes so quickly. And you (laughs) you said something I have to riff on before the last question, and that is superpowers and purpose. And if I were to ask you, what do you sitting in Ottawa on house lock down <laughs> rocking, you know, a side gig and a full-time job. How do you view your purpose in the world today? And what is your superpower, Toby? It took many years to figure this out, but my, uh, my superpower is my ability to inspire action in people using my words. Mm. So I love talking, not because you know I'm bored, but because I believe that every single person has been given a unique gift that is literally like signed with their name on it, that they do better than anybody else, right? And that is tailored to them to do. And so I figured out initially or eventually that, you know, when I spoke to someone and I spoke to what they really cared about and I was empathetic and I used my words to inspire them, they would actually go do something. It wasn't just a rah-rah like, you know, hey, you can do everything. It was a very practical way of speaking. And so that became my superpower. And that's what I do all day in my work. That's what I do all day with my company, Three Skills, and with TPS. And so my purpose then became to solve really big, important problems that are very small scale, right? And so, you know, I don't need 10 million or 100 million users on anything I built, right? What's important to a single mom is you know having a sense of purpose and providing for her kids right and a job can help do that and i want to solve that problem mm-hmm. so i want to solve really important problems because the importance of something is not actually determined by its scale it's determined by the person who considers it important mm-hmm. <laughs> right? and so for us like i just told our team listen that's why solving the problem for five people was so meaningful because for those five people, it means the world, right? And so I just want to solve really important problems on a small scale. Mm, Amazing. I love it. Well, I think you're doing it. And I think if the goal is five people and you've already touched hundreds and you have a community of thousands, I'd say just please don't stop. We're listening Uh, to your words. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, we wrap with one final question here at Uncorked, and that is Toby, my friend, my new friend. What is making your heart beat faster? Our new house. Uh, we're moving into a new house in a couple of days, and it's been a dream of mine ever since I came here. I'm really, really excited because my parents are going to be coming too, and just having 
family and that dream come true is wow. gonna be really really rewarding and yeah I can't wait that is super special are your parents coming from Nigeria correct oh gosh to Ottawa to your new home a yes. dream what a dream come true <laughs> that is yes. super cool well, congrats. Thank you for your time. We'll make sure to include details in the show notes of how people can reach out, become a part of your community, work with you. And thank you for your time and your words. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for having me.